0: This time on episode 489 of Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., we discuss the Loki season 2 episode 4, Heart of the TVA, and weekly Marvel Studio news, including upcoming MCU film delays, and Kevin Feige finally answering whether Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is MCU canon or not.
1: This podcast was recorded during the 2023 SAG-AFTRA strike. Without the labor of the actors currently on strike, The series being covered here
0: would not exist. I'm Josh Liston from On The Bubble Podcast, an oral history of television fandom, part of the Gunner Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other awesome, geeky shows at gunnergeeknetwork.com. You have been granted clearance by Director Alfonso Mack Mackenzie. Stand by for a S.H.I.E.L.D. debriefing. All information to be discussed here is classified and may only be discussed among agents granted clearance by the S.H.I.E.L.D. Director.
2: Now it's time for a scheduled debriefing. I'm Agent Michelle.
3: I'm Agent Chris. And I'm producer of the show, Director SP. Welcome to Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. The show is recorded on Saturday, October 28th, 2023. Live from the Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D. studios and broadcast, we're not sure anymore, wide. Come and join us on our live chat as we record at getageek.com live. And if you didn't already catch on to it, we like talking about Marvel. Because of a wondrous hot chocolate machine.
0: If you'd like to talk to us about a wondrous hot chocolate machine, you can head on over to our website at legendsofshield.com. If
2: you'd like to talk to us about the last time you had hot cocoa from a machine, you can leave us a message at 844-THE-BUS-1. That's 844-843-2871.
0: If you're willing to share your favorite things to add into your hot chocolate to make it just that much better, You can tell us over at our Discord server at GunnaGeek.com slash Discord.
2: And remember, Legends of Shell is a proud member of the GunnaGeek.com network.
0: An exciting week. We have
3: news for the first time in a while. We have this Season 2, Episode 4 episode of Loki that is, we're going to talk about it. We need to talk about it. I need my therapy. So you guys ready to get into it? Yes.
0: I have needed this so bad.
3: Loki Season 2, Episode 4, Heart of the TVA, premiered on Disney Plus on October 26th, 2023. Michelle, there has to be some write-up somewhere that tells us what happened in this episode in terms of a summary.
2: That would be Disney Plus. Heart of the TVA. The TVA's loom nears catastrophic failure, but Loki, Mobius, and Sylvie have a he-who-remains variant.
0: All right, Chris, its thoughts? We have now seen the face of pure evil, and it is that hard cut to black at the end of the episode.
1: Maybe time is the big bad?
3: Chris, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just going to put this out there, that your excellent theory from last time is still on the table.
0: I'm taking it that whether I'm super technically correct or not, I'm functionally correct. And so that's a win.
3: Well, here's the thing. At the end, you get the hard cut to black because the time loom is exploding and you know all the timelines are going everywhere and everything, right? But before that, you had a bunch of people that were killed in terms of Miss Minutes. You know, General Docs and her plan, I think, was mostly killed. But you had other people, including Loki himself, that was tased and dematerialized. And what happens to that stuff? It goes into the end of time, right? Right? Yep.
2: No. That was the moment from the first episode. Yes, I know.
3: I know, but what happened to him at that point? We never got the, we just saw him appear afterwards. We never really saw what happened. I think he went into the end of time and then came back to the point of time that we saw him in episode two.
2: But then the Loki we've been talking with and everything would. That's the Loki that we've assumed has come back who went. Okay. Loki gets pruned. He's supposed to have gone back into the molecule part of time. Mobius gets him out. And then we get the rest of the season.
3: I think Loki doesn't just go into atoms and Mobius gets him back. I think Loki goes to the end of time and then makes it out of the end of time. And that's when Mobius catches him back. I think we're going to get alligator Loki next episode.
2: Why wouldn't he say that he went to the
3: end of time? Because his memory was wiped. Just the same way that Renslayer's memory was wiped.
2: But his memory wasn't wiped the last time he went to the end of time.
3: But it was this time. Because we know memory can be wiped now. And Renslayer also was pruned. So she's back at the end of time as well. And I still think, Chris, you might be on to something. I think she might be a he who remains variant. Oh, God.
2: I thought I had this figured out. Exactly. I was already confused because Ouroboros actually does mean Head eating its own, a snake eating its own tail. And he actually mentions it this episode because he has Victor's Timely book, but Victor Timely has his book. But we don't know if that's the Victor Timely that inspired OB because, yes, Victor Timely gets the book on the sacred timeline, but there could be a version of Victor Timely who doesn't con people as opposed to the one that we got who does con people. There could be variants of Victor timely out there. And I didn't have a headache. Now I do.
3: Isn't it nice to not have any idea what's happening? No idea whatsoever because Victor timely could be, have been killed by the time radiation, right? Or he could have been pruned. I'm not sure how it works. He could have been pruned. And then could have gone to the end of time I th- we're going back to the end of time because that's where Renslayer was and she got out of there somehow right how did she get out of there she had no method to get out of there
2: she had a time pad with Miss Minutes uh, okay but now she doesn't right but now she doesn't
1: she got pruned right she also doesn't Minutes. have Miss Minutes
3: yeah Miss Minutes is mean mean she enjoyed watching people get killed, and she told Victor Timely that he was never going to amount to anything at the very end. That's her last words. She's mean.
2: I know the look on her face when she saw people die.
0: It was pure joy. She looks like I look when they bring out the Halloween candy at work. <laughs>
3: <laughs> or the key lime pie for you, right? hmm yep i've had french soak pie by the way in the last week it's good saying, good i did notice all the automat wall of uh, the things i did notice this time that they all had key lime pie in it every I single know, it was so wonderful <laughs> no thank you why <laughs> why i need sugar my mouth is watering just by Like a bad watering, like sour, like, mm, like my mouth, my face is starting to pucker up. Let's not talk about the pie again.
0: Mm. How about instead we talk about Victor Timely, who is doing all these sciencey things, making all these sciencey advancements, and he's super amazed by a machine that makes hot chocolate.
3: Well, he did have to create his own
1: refrigerator. In a chair.
2: He did it in a chair so you could sit on the refrigerator.
3: And just get the bottles out where there's cool. Yeah, he is an amazing scientist. I will say scientist because an engineer will take the science that's known. and will create stuff from it. A scientist will create ways to make things or the concept to make things. And they have to wait till engineering catches up in order for it to be applicable sort of thing so i will say victor timely is a great scientist and that he lacks the ability to do the engineering for his concepts i think that's pretty much proven in this whole thing the one exception though being the little doohickey he had the the <laughs> little mcguffin thing because i say it's mcguffin because we think it's going to work and it just gets disintegrated along with victor timely i mean the space radiation just takes them out within Two seconds of those doors opening.
2: What a graphic.
3: It was like spaghetti. It was like all his guts was turned into
0: spaghetti. It was like, ugh. well, this is Disney, so it was something legally distinct from guts.
3: It literally looked like spaghetti.
2: It's the black hole theory.
3: Yeah, spaghettification. Yes. Yeah. I mean, there's time, there's gravity, yeah, a bunch of stuff there at the event horizon for a black hole, which I mean, we're honestly speculating because we haven't observed what happens there. But anyway, yeah, Victor Timely gets taken out. He was the one I was worried about him being fast enough because OB kept on saying, you got to be fast, you got to be fast. And I was like, who's the fastest one? None of them are like the Flash, right? So, Every single one of them are going to have a problem. I didn't realize the problem was, like, they shouldn't have even tried, basically, because he didn't make it two steps out before he was just spaghettified.
0: I was thinking it was going to be Sylvie being the fastest, just everybody else either too. Old or too much time just spent at a desk, or in the case of Loki, um, those shoes were probably not very good for getting good traction to run fast.
3: does Sylvie still have on heels? I don't know, I haven't seen her, and probably boots she probably has on boots. I'm just thinking, I don't know, I haven't seen. It. I don't have the foot fetish or the shoe fetish, so I don't know i don't I don't look at them.
2: How do we think Sylvie's going to be the hero? Sylvie still has the He Who Remains time pad which really doesn't rely on Miss Minutes. She just watched every single one of her precious timelines blow up. We didn't see her in the final shot because it was a close-up of Loki. It's easy for her to leave before... She gets roasted. What do you think she's going to do? That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking she leaves and she does something.
3: Where would she go? She's a master of finding places to hide, right? Remember that in season one where she would find catastrophic events that whatever she did isn't going to matter. So she hid out at these places. So she's good at finding places to go to. I'm just not so sure where that is. Is it the end of time? Is it a time before this whole thing happened? And that's, I don't think you could do that because the time loom is taking every single timeline and every time within that timeline, right? So. But the security
2: system is off.
3: Yes. So they have their magic. Uh. Which is why, oh, nicely done, because that's why Loki was able to get Brad to prune Renslayer.
2: Well, Loki distracted Brad. Sylvie enchanted Brad.
3: Oh, it was Sylvie? I thought it was Loki.
2: No, it was Sylvie.
3: Yeah, it was Sylvie. Okay. Either way, the magic was there for Brad to go prune Renslayer. Oh, yeah, that's that makes more sense to me. Was Sylvie wanting to prune Renslayer because she wants to kill Renslayer for pruning her and then ruining her life, basically? Right? She said, "I've killed in the previous episode. I've killed you a thousand times in my head." She wants to kill Renslayer, so it would make sense that Sylvie would have Brad prune her. But also, I think Sylvie would know that pruning doesn't mean necessarily kill. That you go to the end of
1: time, right? So she's not really killing her. but She gets the satisfaction of pruning her, though. That makes total
3: sense. The the safeties are off. The magic is there. So what is she going to do? Well, I don't know. She's going to go somewhere and she's going to do something. She's going to go get other Loki variants, including Alligator and Old Man. It would be fun to see those guys again.
2: We saw Brad again.
3: He did. He sided with Renslayer, though. So the the terrible thing happened with Docs in the small box. And Brad just stood there. I would say he watched it. He cringed. He he looked away. I don't think I could watch that happening.
1: I hope they get saved. Docs and her men? Yeah. Yeah, hopefully.
0: I'm still trying to wrap my mind around why they left that vacuum in there in the first place.
3: Yeah, why, you, why would you leave that in a place where it could be used against anyone? Because didn't Loki and Mobius bring it into the room to begin with, or was it already right.
2: there? Right, they brought it in to squeeze Brad, and he gave up the information.
3: Somebody should have taken that out.
2: They've been busy, though. Everyone's been busy trying to save themselves and the time loom. So
3: B-15 could have taken it out.
2: She's been busy, too.
0: If you're going in there already, though, like it makes total sense to me that somebody would forget it's in there and not specifically go over there just to get it. But if you're in there anyway, you know, especially that first time when Loki and Mobius brought it in in the first place they definitely should have taken it out back
1: out with them.
2: Yeah. But then plot. Uh-huh.
3: Well, because of plot, you get cool little scenes like OB and Timely wanting to autograph each other's books.
2: Oh, and Casey, did you see Casey with his book too? It was like, oh, uh, I hope I'm next. I can get both of them. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, excuse me, we have more important things to get done right now. Can we geek out later? She
3: wasn't wrong, right? (laughs) But at the same time, you're not going to get another chance at this. This this is a one-way trip. So I kind of felt bad that something's going to happen to make this scene impossible in the future, right? So you're not going to get the the signing of the autographs of these books. And I don't even know if the books are going to... I don't know if the TVA is going to be there or not eventually. It seems like it's on a one-way trip out to me, especially, when, I mean, it just exploded with the time loom there. Question, is the time loom in the time streams, is that inside the TVA or is it like the end of time where it's the TVA looking out at these time things in interdimensional space? B. Okay.
1: I'm going to roll with it as inside the TVA's jurisdictional area
3: but outside the building. Yes. yes. Like, it's not a reactor, basically. Right.
1: Okay. Well, that'd be
3: kind of something to see, all the timelines of everything coming together. I mean, it's not no surprise that that blew up. I mean, jeez. It's a lot of
1: energy, all those places. Do- I don't think Dr. Who could have... St- It's a little bit too timey-wimey for Doctor Who. Indeed.
3: I still need to watch that. Doctor Who? Yes. Okay, Michelle, here's this question. Here's the conundrum here. Do you go back and watch all of Star Trek first or Doctor Who first? Star Trek? I would say Star Trek. I think it's a better story. Ultimately, it's more applicable to Americans. And with Doctor Who, you're actually, you lose a lot because there's a lot that has been lost and you'd never be able to see it.
2: With Doctor Who, I just say start with number nine and go from there. And then if you. Mm.
3: The problem with that is when you get to the day of the doctor, you do go back and you see some of that, that past stuff that recently passed stuff, you know, the made for TV movie that occurred before nine. Right. Yeah.
2: And then it got referential to itself. Just star Trek.
3: There you go. Star Trek. If you're going to choose between the two star Trek.
0: Matt, my plan is to catch a few of the super old doctor. Who's just like a random couple of episodes and then roll from there. Start up with like 2005, whatever that is.
3: Yeah, that's what we were talking about night Okay. So that's, that's funny, Michelle. I, I knew he was going to do the exact opposite of whatever we said. So we should have said Dr. Who. That was already
0: my plan anyway. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're saying that now. Fine, <sighs> then I'll go watch all of Star Trek, the entirety of Star Trek, all of the original series, and then just start over and keep watching that over and over because there's no Star Trek after that
3: gonna have to caution you a little bit with the original series you might want to watch it with some alcohol because
0: i have both ways
3: yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right i mean it was great for when it was on it really was it was time-breaking it was groundbreaking you know the first interracial piss on tv that sort of stuff but it especially with william Chad
1: acting like, oh my gosh. But why do you think I want to go this way?
3: <laughs> All that stuff. Yeah. I don't know. This is I will have to say that this episode of Loki, part of the TVA. It's good. And I think it's good, especially for a fourth episode in a Disney Plus series, because I have no idea what they're gonna do. I mean, I've speculated a little bit here, but I really ha- I don't know what the end game is. I still don't know if or if not it's going to be applicable to the rest of the MCU. My my guess is still no. But even within the concept of the Loki series, no idea what's going to happen next. And I think that's wonderful that they're able to get to this point in uh, Marvel property, given the fact of all the comic background and all the leaks that have occurred over time and all the, OK, but this, this and this has to happen in order to move forward sort of things because it's such a large IP. I think getting to this point and just going, wow, I'm interested in this story now because I have no idea where the story is going to go. You've told it in a way that I'm captivated by it and I have no idea. So maybe I'm just stupid or not, but I'm enjoying it.
0: I've been thinking more and more that this is going to be applicable to the larger MCU. At first, I was just thinking that it was, it would be in a way that you could easily make a quick tie-in reference to in the movies, and you wouldn't have to know the details, but especially after this episode, I'm thinking they might be using this as a reboot point. But was that, I was thinking about that on my
3: walk this morning with Cooper. I was thinking, is this a reboot point? because they needed to reboot because they dug themselves into a hole or was all of phase four a kind of ruse to put some players on the board and they knew they were going to fix the time period of it once they got to Loki. And then they delayed Loki into two parts in the season two, because there was still some stuff on the board that they're like, eh, we need to correct that. So they're waiting until now. I was thinking about that. Is it either, was this a conscious choice or is this, oh crap, we're so far gone. We need to correct.
1: I don't know about that one. And
3: that's assuming it corrects.
2: I don't know where this is going. Before we knew it was the Avengers against Thanos. And these phases, it's, I don't even know what the Kang dynasty is going to even look like now. We'll talk more about that later. I guess it's difficult to talk about this episode because we have, we know what happened, but talking about what happened because we have no idea where it's going to go. For me, it's making it difficult for me to talk about the episode.
3: Yeah. It's like, wow, that's amazing. What did I just see? And there's no context to it. So I don't know. I've tried to put a little bit of context to it. And I know you guys have too, but I agree. It's very difficult to talk about this episode. And it's because of the wonderful place they put it. If we were binging this, this would be a no brainer. I'm watching the next If it's two in the morning and I got to go to work at five in the morning, I'm still watching this next episode because I'm like, what happened? Sort of thing. Of course i would never do that but i mean I'm, I'm just saying if you're a binger and you get to that point <laughs> it's like okay I'm, I'm rolling i need to see at least the first five minutes of the next episode there's no post-credit scene there's no it's just big old explosion a close-in on loki and then boom, cut to black
1: and
2: holding on the black
3: for a few moments One thing I didn't do is I didn't go into the outro credits and try to equate each individual still with something that we've already seen. So there's a lot of stills in there that we have already seen. Like Miss Minutes doing her no 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 thing on the temp pad. That's just an example, which we saw that in this episode. There's other things that we have seen up to this episode. I haven't gone and done a comparison to see what still remains, but I still think. It would be few and far between. They cut to black. It's not like we're not going to get two more episodes, right? We know we have two more episodes, so it's not like the series ends right here.
1: But I still have to wait a week, and it's been so long (laughs) since I watched regular TV, and that sucks. (laughs) Indeed. You guys have anything else that you need to say about this episode? I'm good.
0: I'm still unsure what the difference is between what Renslayer wants to have happen and what Loki's and Mobius wants to have happen. And I think that unsureness is really helping me enjoy this one.
2: Renslayer wants just the sacred timeline. Mobius and Loki. Wants to protect all the other ones.
1: But they also both don't want the loom to explode. That's true.
3: All right, we'll see if they can get the loom to not explode, if they can go forward ahead with the loom
0: exploding. I don't know. And how will they bring in (laughs) Spider-Gwen?
3: There you go. Wondering when that was going to hit. If they could fix Sharon Carter, I'm all for it. And I hope they don't fix her by killing her like they did with Director Hill. That was stupid. (sighs) Secret invasion. If this could fix secret invasion. Ooh, Loki season two. Fix secret invasion. That would be awesome. Please do. (laughs) All right. Next week, we're going to be watching episode five. It'll be the penultimate episode of Loki. I don't think there's going to be a season three. So we'll just call it the penultimate episode of Loki. And it's going to be a ride, I think, because the penultimate episode usually gets us to crescendo of this magnitude, but not quite this magnitude. I'm actually kind of surprised they they made it here. So anyway, we're going to be watching episode five of season two next week. So if you have anything to say, catch us, go to our discord server at com slash discord. We have a channel in there for legends of shield. There's also a spoiler channel. Use either one, start talking to us. If it's spoiler, you probably should go into the spoiler channel and talk about it over there. All right. We do for the first time in months, have a couple of news items that are so big that we need to talk about them. So Michelle brought one forward. You ready to talk about it, Michelle? Yes, I am. Here we go.
2: Disney moves 2024-2025 movie dates and removes two from the schedule. Disney is shifting some of its upcoming theatrical releases for 2024 and 2025. With the writers and actors' strikes delaying a number of future projects, It was only a matter of time before the studios started making changes to their release calendars. Over the summer, Marvel Studios announced changes to its lineup of movies for 2024 and beyond. Deadpool 3 was moved up from November 8, 2024 to May 3, 2024, though that quickly changed to being taken off the calendar entirely. Captain America Brave New World moved from May 3, 2024 to August 26, 2024. Thunderbolts moved to December 20th, 2024. Blade moved to February 14th, 2025. Fantastic Four moved to May 2nd, 2025. Avengers The King Dynasty has been delayed an entire year from May 2nd, 2025 to May 1st, 2026. And Avengers Secret Wars will shift accordingly from May 1st, 2026 to May 7th, 2027. Four years.
1: Yeah.
3: Wow. Well, I didn't expect anything else coming out of the WGA and SAG after strikes. SAG after is still striking as we're recording this. There is that disclaimer at the beginning of this podcast, but it is not solved. And the last I saw is that the parties were bare, barely able to come to a table to talk to each other, let alone to some sort of agreement. That might have changed in the last day or so. But as we're recording this, I think that's where things stand. And because of that, I just don't see properties being published in theaters. Like, Dune is another example that has not marveled, that everybody was looking forward to this holiday season. And it has been pushed, I believe, to May of 2024 at this point in time. Or something like that time frame. And It's just going to be a dearth of content this winter season. We did have, as the strike was happening, we had kind of a resurgence in theater where you had the Barbie movie and you had Oppenheimer. And since then, there really hasn't been anything. And Marvel does have the Marvels coming out in a couple of weeks. We do plan on covering it on this podcast. But after that, I was like, how are you going to do things? I think the Marvels is going to suffer for not being able to do rewrites and reshoots with the actors. So I'm going into the Marvels with very, very low expectations because of that. And then you take it beyond that. The biggest news in here, to me, is not necessarily the shifts back, but that Deadpool 3 is no longer on the calendar. That kind of hurts, because everybody was looking forward to the fun duo of Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool and Wolverine. That would have been amazing. And now it's off the table completely, or at least off the calendar completely. They're in the middle of shoots when the
0: strikes happen. So anyway,
1: I have full faith
0: that that one will actually happen. I hope so. Especially with it not really being tied into the greater MCU storyline that can just kind of happen when it happens and it won't matter.
3: But what if it was tied to the timeline? What if Kevin Feige said, oh, we need this little tidbit from Wolverine to be in here?
2: What if it's the way that the mutants come in?
3: (laughs) I mean, they've already referenced all of the mutant stuff, right? Which Professor X are we talking about? You know, is this the X-Mansion? There's been so many. That sort of thing, right? They've already done that. Before it was the MCU. It was Fox Studios at the
0: time. Yeah, and it's... Oh, God, why are you making me think about that? Because that's just... I really want this to happen. I want all of these to happen, especially that one and Blade, because Blade (laughs) has just been pushed back so much and it seems to be such a cursed thing.
3: One thing I would like to do, and, and I'm just going to openly ask you guys here on the recording, this is stuff that we normally would have shelved for later, but I'll put it out to our audience as well. Would you like us to cover, Bl- we're going to have some time, right? I know we're covering X-Men Evolution, but like in between seasons of X-Men Evolution or something like that, we could fit in the Blade trilogy in there as well to just cover it before we get to the Blade that's going to be part of the MCU. So you don't have to answer now because I know I'm hitting you guys up right, right here. But there's something to think about if we should cover the blade trilogy. It's not Marvel studios. It's not the MCU, but should we, for our own edification, go back and do it? So, and I'll just throw that out there
0: just as a point of information. Do I have to play the video games again?
3: Uh, Well, I mean, it might make for interesting content on your podcast.
0: Yeah, but that's from my podcast. I'm only worrying about here right now.
3: Well, I guess my point there, Sparky, is that since we would already be watching it, maybe if you could get one of us to play the video game, then you could have one of us on your podcast. Hmm, that is a good point. She? I'm full of good points today. (laughs) Doesn't happen very often. All right. Anything else about the timeline of the MCU movies? Nope. No. All right. So another thing about Marvel timelines, by the way, is since there is no content out, Marvel decided to go ahead and authorize the official canon. I don't know how long this has been in the work, but the book is called Marvel Studios, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, an official timeline. I seem to recall referencing this before, so I don't think, It was just out of the blue. But I caught a ScreenRant.com article earlier this week, which said the official timeline book of the Marvel Cinematic Universe confirms that Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not considered canon after Phil Coulson's death in the Avengers. One of the biggest Marvel Cinematic Universe mysteries has officially been solved as the canon status for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. gets addressed. Despite having been initially created as part of the main MCU timeline, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. never got to engage with the Marvel Studios movies, even though the ABC TV show had a direct impact in films like The Avengers Age of Ultron. Because of that notion, it has been questioned for years whether or not Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is actually canon to the MCU. In the new book, Marvel Studios, The Marvel Cinematic Universe, An Official Timeline, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. situation is addressed as the entirety of the MCU Phase 1 through 4 are covered in immense detail. The death of Phil Coulson discusses Coulson's heroic sacrifice and death in the Avengers, but nothing of his re- resurrection or his team in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is mentioned or even hinted at. However, there is hope for the team in the future as Kevin Feige gives the following quote in the books forward. Quote, on the multiverse note, we recognize that there are stories, movies, and series that are canonical to Marvel, but were created by different storytellers during different periods of Marvel's history. The timeline presented in this book is specific to the MCU's sacred timeline through Phase 4. But as we move forward and dive deeper into the multiverse saga, You never know when timelines may just crash or converge. Hint, hint, spoiler alert. Unquote. And that's the end of the quote that I've taken from the ScreenRant.com article. Wow. Lots of stuff in there. First of all, as of now, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not canon to the MCU. Is not. That is official from Marvel Studios in the book and officially from Kevin Feige. Two, they might be weaving things together. The term sacred timeline has been used in an official outside-low-key Marvel publication and uh, dive deeper into the multiverse saga. So they're opening the door to that, and I think that's opening the door to the mutants too, as we were discussing before. So. Yeah, it is not canon. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is not canon. Now, the people that are advocating for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. to be canon will step up and say, but, 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 Feige gave the, the thing there that it might make it canon. Okay, still not canon.
1: Until he decides that it is. Exactly.
3: But it's this is his official word that it is not.
2: Doesn't mean we can't see some of the characters on the Sacred Timeline.
3: That'd be kind of fun, right? Quake is the big one that is always discussed in this manner. And it's not there. I talked in my interview on the other podcast a couple of weeks ago, I talked extensively on the Quake issue. And I think from Marvel's business standpoint, they have a much closer relationship to ming than they do Chloe Bennett. So I could see them bringing ming character in. And then once you bring her character in, it opens the door to the entire team, so to speak. If they want to do it or not. But I see them bringing ming in before anybody else, just because of their relationship with her.
0: Which is fine, because I love her character anyway.
3: Me too. All right. So if you're listening to this, you have something to say think I'm wrong, that's fine. I'm often wrong. Let us know, and we'll talk about it in an upcoming show. We'll probably talk about it in the very next show if you can get us the feedback fast enough. This is important. The timeline of the MCU, the movies themselves are important, and the timeline within Loki is important. I think this is an excellent week for all that information to come together with this episode of Loki and this book release, and I think and the announcement for delaying the movies because of the strikes. I think it was well-timed on Marvel's part. If if I'm running Marvel PR, I could put this at a banner on my annual review. Here's my bonus, guys. This week, last full week of October, 2023, I earned my pay. Give me, give me the bonus. Give me the bonus. Because this is wonderful how this all came together. And I don't think it was planned. <laughs> it was all like, Or, no, 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 excuse me. If you're the head of PR, it absolutely was planned. You planned it. Good job. Indeed. All right, Michelle, what should we do now?
2: We're going to get some pie and hot chocolate and wait our wait out.
3: As a reminder, geeks.live is indeed sub-setting. So if you're watching us live Saturday mornings at 10 a.m., please use gonnageek.com slash live instead. That way you will continue to see our content on the page. There's a post there that brings up where we're streaming. So go ahead and use gonnageek.com slash live. And then... It has been a great week. Thank you very much to my co-hosts. Thanks very much to the listeners and the commoners over on the discord channel. It has been a fun discussion over there this week on the news items that we were talking about just a little bit ago.
2: Yes. We want to thank and appreciate our listeners, especially all of you who listen all the way to the end. You don't have to, but you do.
0: And if you want us to cover blade, friend who I know I am going to go sell this to right afterwards yell at SP online that we should look at Blade Adam
3: <laughs> You should remain anonymous Adam <laughs> okay I look forward to seeing that until next time I'm Director SP
2: I'm Agent Michelle
0: and I'm Agent Chris see you guys next week bye bye Fantastic Four is where we get Spider-Gwen read the Sean Maguire run. Stay
3: safe. Trick or treating. Have fun with your cosplay.
0: Bye. 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 Thank you for listening. If you want to leave us feedback, go to gunnageek.com and you will find all our contact information and other shows. You can also visit legendsofshield.com where you'll find our complete archive of podcasts. The music heard on this podcast is by Kevin MacLeod, found at Incompetech.com, and also artists on Pond5.com and AudioJungle.net. The opinions heard on this podcast are those of the individual hosts and do not represent Stargate Pioneer Productions, Legends of S.H.I.E.L.D., or Gunna Geek. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is the property of the Disney Corporation, Marvel Studios, and ABC. No infringement is intended.
3: So I built this house in 2003. It's literally 20 years old. The sliding glass door that leads to the backyard, the screen door finally just started to disintegrate. The the corners on it started to, there was no saving, it. right? So I'm like, well, crap. Now I need a new screen door. My first time ever needing a new sliding screen door. I'm guessing you guys sell them, or you've seen them through the warehouse or whatever, right? Yeah. Well, this is my first time. So I measured many, 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 many times. And it's, get this, an odd shape. It's like an odd dimension. I'm like,
0: crap. Not a surprise.
3: 78 inches tall, not 80, 78 inches tall by 36 inches wide. Anderson? Uh, Probably, yeah. Makes sense. So you can't get those dimensions. You can get 36 inches wide and an 80 inches tall. You could get 78 inches tall and narrower. I finally found one at Home Depot that was 35 inches wide, which really turned out to be 35 inches, and then 78 inches high. So that fit most of the way. The real joy, though, was getting it home, getting the sliding screen door home from Home Depot because as it turns out my Jeep is about six inches too short for it to lay in the bed Mm. and it's too wide to comfortably fit with the front passenger seat down so I had to wedge it in I I came with straps and with bungee cords I had every intent of like just letting it hang out the back and then strapping it down, but as I'm carrying this through Home Depot, I'm like, the back door, the the hatch of my Jeep is just gonna crush this thing. Like if I put any force down it at all, it's just gonna bend it. Like you know those metal oh, yeah, bending. Just
0: the window only open?
3: No, I don't have that. It's the whole hatch. So I'm oh, like, well, sucks. crap. What am I gonna do? I-, I could let it just all hang out, which I've done before actually, but. I took about, I don't know, 15 minutes worth of time to try to wedge it in to get the passenger seat up and back and up and back to wedge it into where the passenger seat was. The only way I could do it was with the driver's seat all the way forward. So I'm driving, I'm driving <laughs> home, hunched over the steering wheel with it like pushing against my body, my knees on into the dashboard going. If I get in an accident, it's going to be over. (laughs) Finally got it home, just crunched over and everything. Like, oh, geez. It's just one of those trips that you're like, I can't believe I'm doing this with a car.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
3: Oh, get this, Michelle. You'll get this. So we go out to a vendor site this past week and they do their dog and pony show for us. It's something that we do once a year, once every other year, whatever. haven't done it in a while. They have brand new building. So that was kind of neat seeing their brand new building, whatever. Anyway, we're sitting there, we're getting brief, we're getting briefed on a capability that they have to transcribe microfiche. And my boss, my boss turns to all of us and legitimately asks, What's microfiche? Oh wow, we're that old. We're that, and he's not all that much younger than I am. Um, Chris, do you know what microfiche is? No. Oh uh, yeah, that's what I figured.
2: Do you know what a card catalog is? Yes. Okay.
3: My boss didn't know what microfiche was.
0: Oh, I didn't know that's what it was called. Hmm. I knew that they had scans of newspapers and stuff.
2: Okay, so you know what it is. You just yeah. didn't know what it was called. Okay. Well, then you're forgiven in a way. But that's called microfiche.
3: <laughs> I was talking to Steven the last couple of days, Chris, and I told him about your theory. And he said, well, whoa, whoa, whoa wait, don't tell me about it. I, I want to hear it. I want to listen to it. I haven't listened to the podcast yet. I'm like, okay. So last night he's like, dude, that is so good. I don't give Marvel any credit whatsoever fault. Falling through on it, but who's that would make sense. It is awesome. Yeah, so he, he was all over that too. He's like, yes. I was like, yeah, Chris, he said he just came up with it. He didn't read it anywhere or see it anywhere. He just came up. And as I was editing the show, by the way, I was like going through the five minutes or so right previous to you coming up with that. And I'm like, oh, he picked up that he picked up that he picked up that. So I, I, I followed your string of thought as we <laughs> were talking. It's like,
0: that's how he got it. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. And having us all on at the same time, you could probably see my face when it all clicked. Yeah, I did. I did.
3: I was like, oh, that's it that right there. And, and that's when you got super sneaky. Like, guys, I got a theory. I'm like, not confident in it at all. It's like, I just had this thought that popped up in my head. And maybe it makes sense or maybe not. It makes sense to me right now. So I'm just going to say it sort of thing. And I was like, yeah, yeah, be confident. Go for it. It was awesome, and I still think it's valid. I also finished the live action One Piece since we spoke last, and that was awesome.
1: It was I need to finish that.
2: It's so good.
3: Which episode are you on? Three or four? That's when I bought in, but it took me a couple more weeks to finish it. It is really good. I was amazed at how good it was.
2: I'm glad you enjoyed it.
3: I did. Yeah, you can go watch all of the anime.
2: No, it's a thousand and such episodes.
3: My son is doing that right now. And they're like, dude, I just I don't have time. I have other things to watch. I transitioned from that to finish off Altered Carbon, which was another amazingly written finale. It stuck the landing basically. And it's at a point where I could see them doing some sort of follow on to the universe in the future or whatever. But the story, that they told was basically done. I think after season one, it was kind of the same way where they really didn't need a season two, but they did. I won't spoil you guys on it at all. If you haven't seen it, but season two was it built on season one quite a bit. So I watched that and then I was going to watch stranger things, but the next thing that came up as a recommendation was Witcher. Cause I started it a few months ago and literally paid like played five minutes of it. And so I'm like, okay, I'm folding laundry anyway. I'll pay half attention to it. So I saw the first episode. I saw a couple of minutes into the second episode, and I think I'll roll that on in the background. And I still have Babylon 5 to watch. I mean, I have so much to watch, but I'm trying to close off Netflix right now. So like, okay, we'll, we'll give this a shot. So I'm doing that, and then Stranger Things, and there's probably one or two other series on Netflix I want to see before I turn off that dial for now. Oh, really? Well, I mean, I got so much to watch on other things. I got Foundation to watch. I've got For All Mankind to watch. There's tons of stuff over on Apple TV Plus or whatever they call it. I think it's Apple TV Plus. So there's there's stuff over there. There's stuff on Prime. I mean, I, I literally don't watch that much TV. Like I'll watch it when I'm on the elliptical or I'll watch it when I'm like doing house chores that I'm stable enough to watch around but I don't like sit and and watch stuff. So it takes me a while to get through things, especially since I have to dedicate time to watching stuff for the podcasts that I do in this case, Loki. So it's like, okay.
0: What would happen if they actually made
3: Babylon mines? (laughs) I do want to watch Babylon. One of the things that I did when I was TDY is I brought my travel router with me. I brought my Xbox. 1s with me which has a a blu-ray player in it so i was able to i was going to watch the rest of season one of orphan black but i also brought with me stargate infinity and i started watching that and uh, i was also doing uh, that's another case where i'm doing work at the same time mm-hmm. so i was just watching it in the background and at my age it's all you need with a cartoon like that but it's one of the last things is Stargate that I haven't seen. So, okay, what happens here? And I have a Roku stick that I could have watched stuff on. But the thing with a hotel room is that Wi-Fi is never rock solid, even if you pay for like the advanced stuff. So I often find buffering happens quite a bit. Like I was watching a Minnesota Wild game on ESPN+. My uh, son-in-law let me log into his account to watch the game. And it was buffering about half the game. So, like, mm. if I can take the travel router and then a small DVD player or even the Xbox One S, then so I was using it as a DVD player. But uh, it's like, it's an extra piece of tech that it can take with me if it breaks a well at this point, even though it was probably hundreds of dollars. <laughs> it. Legends of Shield is copyright
1: 2013 through 2023.